Nerd Lag Game Club. Welcome to the Nerd Lag Game Club podcast, the podcast where we play games instead of reading books. I'm Corey, and I'm joined by three party members today. Lauren. Hello. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> Hi. Tunza. What's up? And Danboy. Hello! In this episode of the Game Club, we're running through the darkness and playing 2016's Inside. Inside was released on Xbox first on June 29th, 2016, and was developed and published by Play Dead. If you don't know, Play Dead has only made this game and one other, and it's also creepy and dark and weird, called Limbo, which I've actually played parts of that game. But I've never finished it. Did you guys play Limbo at all? No. No. I know I what it is. But... I think at one point a giant spider chases you, and I think that's when I had to tap out. Wow, that makes you sound... <laughs> I'm not going to say the words. Because he doesn't know how to pronounce them. Ooh. They weren't appropriate. <laughs> Before we get any further into Inside, I want to give a spoiler warning... And I would recommend playing this before listening to the episode. This was our short game for the month of April, and I'm going to give a brief summary of what story there is in the game inside. Uh, to sum this up, you play as a unnamed boy who wanders through different wilderness areas like a cornfield and the woods, and you eventually make your way into a scientific facility during all this, you ha are being chased by guards and dogs, among other things, and you have to solve puzzles to avoid them and discover and create pathways to advance further into the facility. That's about it for story without diving into it right away. So, yeah, unless, unless there's anything small you guys want to add, we'll talk about some of the major points here in a second. There were major points. Yes, Dan. Hmm. There's only one I know of. All right. So for each episode, we break up the main points of the game between us. And starting with gameplay and mechanics, Tunza is going to tell us all about them for the game inside. Uh, Well, I mean, like you said, it's a it's a puzzle game. You converse through the map left and right. And there's only three controls, which is move, jump and grab. Like move with like I play with the controller, so it's like analog stick, X and a B. I think did the same. I think those were both grab and A was jump, and I think that was it. And you use those buttons to traverse and figure out like uh, the puzzles, like swinging on ropes, dragging things across, and then eventually a big part of the game is using. I, I want to call them corpses, but they're not. Uh. <laughs> Or maybe they are. I don't know. No, you do you you do you technically do use a dead body at one time for a puzzle. You do. Uh, <laughs> you also drive a submarine. So, yeah, actually, which was really cool. Which the controls almost the exact same. Like just you know left to right and then A to like power up to either do like a charge slash jump. Uh, those are really the controls. The gameplay is just uh, pretty. Like I said, left or right, sometimes the puzzles can be more intricate where you have to go up and down like floors or levels in a map and go back and forth a little bit. 
and solve them along the way. Yeah, usually uh, if you continued to move right, you would head towards like advancing the plot. If there was anything in different directions, typically it was like secret stuff. Yeah, yeah. They were basically almost all left for the most part. Or left or down, like down, down right. up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that sums up the gameplay pretty well. Uh, let's move on to art design. And Lauren is going to tell us about the art for Inside. So most of the game is monochromatic, which if you don't know what that means, it's black and white. Uh, the game's pretty dark. There's a lot of points where there's very little light that you see. And the only color you see is, like, the boys' clothes, a couple, like, random things in the environment. But it's not really much, honestly. Uh, Got a couple things about people. And I'll probably butcher their names, but... Jeremy Petroman was responsible for design and environment art for Inside. He worked on Hitman games previously. It was like early 2000 Hitman games. And I don't know if this is Merrick Bogdan. Worked on design and art as well. Uh, They also worked on Hitman games. They worked on Splinter Cell that released in 03. So at least that's a little different. I'm assuming most of the team came from the same studios previously. But I didn't really look. But it's like most of the, you know, developers or game designers, it said they worked on the exact same games before. And they also went in and hired a couple, like, contract people to help them finish the game. But, uh, Morton Bramson was in charge of visual development on the game. Which, I mean, I would argue that I... Uh, it's a huge important piece of what makes the game, like, unique. It's the art. He also worked on the art for Limbo, and randomly worked on a few Hitman games before doing the character art for those. He was also the one who came up with the design of the huddle, or the big blob in the game. And they used that as a guide for the art style for the rest of the game. So they based it off of hmm. the blob that he made, which is interesting. Hmm. And then after that, they brought in an animator, Andreas Grontbed, to animate it based on the drawing. And they said that they used inspiration from the motion of the demon form of the boar god from Princess Mononoke, the giant that gross yeah yeah gross uh the squishiness from the main character in the game gish which i don't know what that is and human behavior during crowd surfing (laughs) that's a weird (laughs) one yeah so that's where you get the like flailing like (laughs) weirdness is they got it based on crowd surfing i thought that was Pretty interesting that they just combined all that stuff to animate it. 
that's that's what I got though. I mean, the team wasn't very big, so there wasn't a ton there. Most of them, if they worked on design and art, they all pretty much did the same thing. They worked on the Hitman games, and I think the one game was called like Mini Ninjas or something. No, it's not Mini Ninjas. Yeah, they they all worked on that stuff too. Not much after this game though. Yeah, it seems like they've been relatively quiet. Yeah, for sure. Oh, as usual, Lauren tells us a bunch of stuff about art. And let's move on to sound and music. Dan is up next, and he's going to tell us about the sound design and music for Inside. The uh, sound design was uh, led by a Martin Stig Anderson. <clears throat> he was the head guy. Um, then there was also... Th- three other people SOS Gunver Ryberg Jacob Schmid and Andreas Frostholm Robo Don't know if I pronounced any of those names right <clears throat> me know how to read you know um but yeah uh for the most part like all the levels there was just like silence like they kind of <clears throat> experimented with you know, just having ambient sounds kind of in the backgrounds. Like, your your player walking would just, you know, make footsteps. You have your factory machinery doing their sounds like they would do. But yeah, I don't, I don't think there was, like, too, too much music or sound to it, to be honest. Except for, you know, the ambient sounds. There was the uh, one mission with the, uh, oh gosh, it creates like the shockwave. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't, There's I don't also know. that one part that was just sound. a dead silent room. Yeah, that was like yeah. an underwater yeah. or something. Well, it's like <clears throat> kind of like th- this when the water got all wacky. Yeah, and it's just like yeah. no noise whatsoever, and it's like this yeah, is I... weird. Yeah, especially you go from, like, dragging that box in to then silent, and it was like, uh, what? So, I I guess, um, when they were developing the game, they, uh, experimented with, uh, processing the soundtrack through an actual human skull. Like, they they literally got a human skull and put, like, yeah, yeah. Because they wanted the sounds to kind of be how we kind of talk how it's like we never really listen to our own voice like clearly our voice is going to be different like through our own sense if that makes any sense yeah. i don't know how to describe it yeah, yeah. are you basically yeah, saying it. that we our brain processes our voice differently we, than how other people yeah we perceive it different yes yes Unless you like you, you were to like record yourself and then listen to it, you know. Makes but, sense. But uh, yeah, they they uh did all that. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, yeah that's very odd. Yeah, and then to... they, yeah, they found that uh after it would be processed through the skull, it would make kind of like a uniquely sounding sound. Yeah, <laughs> I love your descriptive words. Uniquely, <laughs> uniquely sounding sound. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, good. No, I don't know how to describe things, man. 
Now yeah, we're going to open the floor idea. and talk about anything that made an impact for Inside. Anyone want to lead the charge with this one? I thought you had to collect all those chickens or chicks earlier in the game for something secret, and it did not. Then you launch them at a hay barrel. Did you? When I was playing it originally and I collected those chicks, I thought that thing was going to grind them up and kill them. I did, so I hey. lured one over there because I was like, I'll kill one <laughs> instead of the whole group. Because I was like, oh, I don't want them to die. And then it, it just helps you solve the puzzle. And I was like, oh, okay. It's still a fucked up puzzle, though. <laughs> Tunza was like, I will sacrifice one of you for the good of the rest of you. <laughs> Come, well, here, little, if, come here, little Johnny. The sad part is if it killed one of them and that was the puzzle, I'm like, fuck, now I have to drag all of you in there after witnessing one get splattered against it. My first one is right at the beginning and you just like start running and the guy is chasing you. He gets out of the car and he's like following you with the flashlight. And then the car drives up, and if you don't hide behind that camper, he just unloads on you. He does, yeah. It's the I most learned. brutal thing. And I was like, whoa, not what I was expecting. All, all of the I deaths did. are brutal. <laughs> yeah, I hid originally, because I was if like, you, cautious of everything. If you trip on the branch leading up to that, he just jumps on you and drowns you in that puddle. Oh, God, I never yeah. did that. That's brutal. Yeah, crazy. But yeah, that first time that happened completely caught me off guard because I hadn't died up to that point yet. I mean, that was like very beginning. Yeah, like, so I hadn't died or anything, and I was like, "What am I supposed to do?" He unloads on me. Yeah, that was like I didn't know you like hold you had to hold like X or whatever the grab button. And then early on with the dogs, I was trying to jump over them, which you can't. Yeah, same. Do. <laughs> It does not work out in your favor. Yeah. And dogs are fast. The dogs are so fast. I don't know about you guys, but those dogs gave me anxiety. Yeah. That's the only part that gave me like bad anxiety. Uh, the the mermaid creature. Like was pretty creepy too. I just always had the light on that bitch. Well, there's that one you got like jump in. Hit the switch, jump out, jump to the other side, uh, jump back, yeah. and come back. And then there's like a secret on the left side, and I couldn't get to it. And I was like, I'm not fucking wasting my time. And I just <laughs> fucking gave up on it. I, I was going for all of them, but then I, 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 I just finished this game like right before I had to leave for work. Yeah, that's what you said. You were like. Last second finish. You had to leave at 3.30. Credits were rolling at 3.30 and I was like getting dressed. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> um, Lauren, Dan, did you guys have anything? I really like the part where you're walking in the line with all of them and you're trying to like, with all the people and you're trying to pretend that you're one of them. And that part like... gave me anxiety. When you get like so far, you gotta like jump at the same time as them. And then like further on, you gotta like turn the one way and then turn back. And I thought that was funny. And then at one point, you're like trying the dogs, like, nope, they're fake. <laughs> yeah. Fake. I like three times to realize, like, did I move? <laughs> 
Mine only took the first time, and then after that, I was like, yep, I'm running. No, I I was like, I think I moved. I think I, like, stopped a little too late or something. No, it took me, like, four or five of him murdering me. I mean, that part's pretty forgiving. Like, the camera just kind of zooms in on you a little bit. But it's pretty forgiving overall. But as soon as you hit the dog, I waited because I was like, if I don't move, maybe the dog. That's what I thought. And then it just took me down. It bites your fucking neck. Yeah, that thing screws you up. <laughs> the uh, I really like the spotlight puzzles where if you get caught in the spotlight, it like shoots that like taser. It's immediate. Down at you. Yeah, fucking immediate. And like it grabs you in the weirdest spots. Like I got grabbed by the ankle once, the side of my neck once. It's like <laughs> it, it's like immediate too. It's like you don't you don't even get a chance to be like, oh fuck, let me. Like, even if you're in the sliver of it. Oh, no, yeah, it's like, check, that, done. And then you're just getting dragged up by it. You know what my worst enemy was in this game? Fucking ladders. I could not <laughs> just walk down them like a normal person. There's uh one of the... Is it, like, the city area? You get, like, the first, like, one or two big ladders, so you have to go down. And I just... would just fall. Just I'd move <laughs> a little too fast. I, uh... I really enjoyed when you mind control the other people. Same. Those puzzles are yeah. always really cool. That one took a minute. Like, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad. It just like where you had to gather nineteen of them. I liked the one where you're hanging and you have one of them up on the like rail track and you're pushing it and your character's just going across the air with its its head stuck in it. And it mm-hmm. made me laugh. Because I was like, look, there's no way he's just hanging by his head. <laughs> like, suction cup to the top of his dome. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. There's a lot of really strange puzzles, but a lot of the puzzles are done really well. Yeah. And they're not, like, long, either. Yeah, for sure. But like, that I end... never got, like, stuck on anything, like... I think the the longest I got stuck on anything was the where you have to. It's the one spotlight one where you have to like crank the light and go. Like you have to keep moving it along the way. But there's uh, a a secret orb underneath that. Oh. And I was trying to get that, and you like move it a little bit. And I'm like, oh, I could jump up, but like you, I couldn't jump up, so I had to go back up and like keep going up and down. Like that was my only gripe of that one because I just thought it would be like, all right, it's low enough, I can jump, and your character won't jump to it. Yeah, the uh, the like kaboom puzzles were a Those bit were really frustrating, good. just because like if you were just slightly in it, oh, you'd splatter across the screen. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, really? Now I got to do this whole thing. Yeah, again. the worst one was like, like realizing it was like it just came the timing. Like you had to stop yeah. the one so you can climb up the like you had to time it so you can climb up the ladder and when you jumped off to land in the box yeah that one was the one i took me a couple tries to do and then the at the very beginning when you first start dealing with that you push that like red oh, the door door and if you yeah. don't clip it enough on the railing it falls on you yeah yeah it, fl- <laughs> it like flings you towards the screen yeah and i was like i got messed up by that a couple times i'm sorry the what puzzles the sound wave one. 
yeah, like those like kaboom puzzles. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. And then uh, the hardest puzzle for me was not even a hard puzzle. It's that one we were talking about where like the it's all like distorted, where like the water is like up and down, and you can adjust the level of it, and there's no sound. Oh, that one? Yeah, I was trying to overthink what to do with the box, where in reality you just needed to sit it on the one area so you could jump up into the water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, the whole time I'm like messing with it, I'm like, if I get it to fall at the right angle, maybe that's what does it. And I was like, maybe I can get it caught underneath the door so the door stays open. And then I'm sitting there looking, like doing it. I'm sitting here for like five, probably like five to seven minutes. And I'm like, oh my God, I am an idiot. I was like, it's so simple. But I've just overthought this the whole time. My moment of that is, you know, where the, there's the one you have to drag like the like pro like propelled like box, and it's like oh, it's like a slit, and you launch it, then you climb up the ladder. It's a very simple part. I kept trying to ride it back up, or you have to send it so you can get like launch it up that hatch and then hit the button. I don't know if you remember, like it's it's like during that whole water part. Is that where all right the, before the, it. the dead bodies like floating? I like, believe balloons. the first time. Yeah, because then you gotta launch yourself up and pull the and then pull the things out of like the hatch thing that drops. Or like the big steel you gotta pull like the battery cores, which I died once swimming after it, thinking I had to grab it and hold it. <laughs> you just had to pull two of them. But like that puzzle, I just kept trying to ride it and I was like, oh damn, and I launched it, it went over, and I was like, Oh yeah, I could just jump on the ladder. There's a ladder, I could just go up. All right, so maybe I missed this, or maybe it just doesn't explain it. But the part where you fall in the water, and then the mermaid thing takes you all the way down, and then eventually you get free from the mermaid, but you don't drown. Is there mm -hmm. a reason that you're not drowning? It, it you get the thing on your like stomach, and I think they just yeah. it's whatever mutant like whatever made them. Yeah. So like made it the mutates you, people. so then... Because after that, you can just swim freely in water. Yeah, you can just breathe underwater. So I just wasn't sure if there was, like, an explanation for it, because I was like, wait a second. Yeah, I just think they were doing, like, experiments. So I think that was probably it. Dan, did you have like... anything? No, not really. You guys want to talk about the ending? Sure. Because I do. Because when I was playing it, I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> So did anybody look up the the I, the secret ending? I did. I looked it up. Okay, I didn't look it up. I seen it though. Like I got to because I was collecting all those things and I looked and I was like, "Fuck!" I'm like, I think I end up getting like seven or eight. I have to look, and well, it's like you need like twelve. Yeah, you can go and load back where they are though, so it's actually not that oh. hard to collect them. Um, so to set up the at uh, the ending that most people would get playing the game you head into the testing facility portion where they're like doing experiments on human creatures or whatever they are ones like in like an art room and like there's like some other stuff going on and then everyone's running to this big tube that's filled with water and you can't really see what's inside but you find you go through some puzzles to climb through like the ducks and you end up finding your way inside with this gelatinous human blob known as the Huddle. And it's just like a 
if you smashed a bunch of humans together and their limbs were sticking out, but they were just like a Play-Doh ball, that's what it kind of reminds me of. Mm-hmm. And it fuses you into it, and then you cause mass chaos in this facility as you're trying to escape as the huddle. Um, there's a bunch of puzzles that you do after that. Like you have to lift this like crate into a furnace and then keep it on fire. Did you guys like that puzzle? Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. Where you have to like toss it over the sprinklers. But you have to like when you move that crate, it like hands it from one set of arms to another set of arms. Depending yeah, upon which direction that. you want the box. <laughs> it's really creepy. But after you get all this, you end up jumping is it a window that you go through at the end? That or you like break through? Wall. Or like a window wall. wall. Kind of. Like a wooden wall thing. Well, you yeah. you have to hit it a few times, and then you finally break through it, and you start rolling down like a hill that's in like the forest, and then you end up like right before like a body of water, and you're just kind of sitting there, and then it does nothing for a minute, and then the credits roll, and that is the ending. It's yeah. meant it's meant to be open for like what you think took place but man is it confusing i don't know yeah. I, I i didn't really think much of it i was just like damn i really like that this game just let me go and then that was it <laughs> so there's a ton of theories but i'd like to know what your guys's theories are about it if tons i didn't really think about it then what do you think that ending means like, i don't know I, I didn't really put any thought on. into it like kind of I hated playing this game, so I, uh, I I could tell you that I I did read one of the theories, but before that, I just assumed that this was just an experiment that went horribly wrong. And when you get to the edge of the water, you realize you're basically on like an island or something, and there is no escape. That's why you just sit on the edge of the island. So my first thought was that after escaping the facility, I thought we died. Like being inside of it, like allowed us to stay alive. But when we got like exposed to the outside world, like the huddle just died. And that's why we're just uh-huh. laying there. But that I don't know. Sense. But I don't, that's like my first thought when I ended. And I was like, okay. So then I started reading some theories. And... The, there's only two that I cling on to, and Lauren, if you have like one that's separate from these two theories, you can shout out any of them. But the first theory is that the huddle itself was controlling the boy to free it from being experimented on. It's the one I, I read. I can see that. So the, the game's about like mind controlling stuff. So well, then you're just on your way there. Yeah. And then the second theory is that it's meant to make the player be in control of the little boy. Like for us as the player, we're mind controlling the boy, which makes sense because you're controlling him, doing the actions. And this is supported by that secret ending, Tunza. So mm-hmm. If you collect all of the, all of those orbs and unplug them, then you come to like this big orb that kind of looks like a spaceship. 
and you can go inside of it afterwards. Once you in, once you go inside, there's like this handle system that you have to like put a specific combination in. It's like a old school like up up left right up left left right right like something crazy. Like Konami code. Yeah, like it's just like in an order, and it will open up another door that has been locked previously. So you can get to this door, I guess originally, but it opens up a door and once you go through the door, you come to an area where there's one of those, like those helmets that controls the boy throughout the game. And you can control other people, the one mm-hmm. helmet you can put on. And there's a one final plug. And then it, you unplug that. And as soon as you do it, that helmet turns off and the boy goes into a slumped position. Like all the other people are that you mind control along the game. And then hmm. that that's how it ends. So that's the secret ending. And that's why that theory supports that is like as a player, you're controlling him and you've unplugged the system so you can no longer control him. Interesting. So but it's all open. Like the game developers have never came out and said, like, this is what the ending means. They want you to just have a conversation about it you know be open to whatever you think the ending means which i appreciate in a game that has very little story that we can build our own story about what we think is happening but super confusing when you don't know that that's the direction yeah Uh, i guess i would but those are the two like dominant theories like that people have about this game i don't know if you read any other ones lauren no, those are the ones I've seen, too. So, I don't know which ones you guys would lean more into. guess it all depends on what ending you have. I like the idea that um, the huddle called the boy. That's the one I like a little better. Makes sense. But, yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about for inside? Nope. All right. How long did it take you guys to complete this game? Three point three hours. Mine was three hours and thirty eight minutes. Same. Same. Two hours yeah. and fifty one minutes. Speedrunner Dan. How many deaths did you guys have? I I was gonna ask that. Where does it say <clears> that? In time, uh, like next to time, now. please. Yeah. I don't know about Lauren. I yeah. played oh, on yeah, Steam. Lauren. I had 63 deaths. That was a good old 53. Nice. 41. 41. How many secrets did you guys find? I had six. Two. And seven. How many meters did you travel? 19,268. 21,311. 22,727. Speedrunner Dan has way less steps. Didn't get any of the secret stuff, really. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed, you know, trying to find those, but towards the end, they're kind of out of the way. So I like was like, all right, I'm just going to finish the game. Yeah. A lot of them were just like, you have to backtrack. And like at my time, I was like, uh, they're not hard to get by any means. Cause once you've seen a wire, you can probably find one. Yeah. You just kind of follow it back. But all right, let's move into recommendation. Each episode, we go around and find out if we would recommend the game we're playing and why or why not. 
So starting with Dan, would you recommend Inside and why or why not? So I would not just because I found this game so boring. I just wanted it to be over. That's why I kind of didn't really do anything in it. I just, there's just nothing to it. I, I couldn't get into it. Okay. Lauren? Yeah. If you're looking for something short to play, it's... You also have to, like, puzzle games that don't actually tell you what you need to do. You just gotta figure it out yourself. I know a lot of people don't like those kind of games where it gives you no direction. So, if you like those, which I like those kind of games, I liked it. I like the ending being weird. And I literally finished the game and went what <laughs> <laughs> what about you tenza uh yeah i'd recommend it the the thing i really liked about this game is you just turn on and the game starts and goes and there wasn't like a walk you through scenario or anything you just kind of went till the end like nothing stopped you from doing anything you just moved right and i like that that's very true. I like that you just load in. You just go. Like you, Nothing tells you the objective or where to go, what you're doing. You just move right. As your only goal is to keep going right. And I, I, I really like that. The, the ending and stuff. Like I didn't really have a deeper meaning besides I went right, then left, then right, and I turned into a fucking ball. And then <laughs> I keep going right again. And then, then I land by a beach and the ball's happy. Yay, beach ball. <laughs> um, I would also recommend this. I really enjoyed it. I love that it's like super weird and stressful at times. Um, I love the idea of letting your players use their imagination to come up with like theories about what the world is yeah. and who these people are. Um, so I would recommend it. It's on Game Pass. If you have that, sit down for three, four hours and just just dive in and see what this world has to offer. I liked it. But yeah, so three recommends, no, and then one not recommend for inside. Alright, towards the end of each episode, we dive into the review page of Steam and read some reviews for the game we're playing in a segment called Good, Bad, and Funny. So, do you guys have any good, bad, or funny reviews that you would like to read? Yes. All right, go ahead, Lauren. This one's a recommend. 7.6 hours on record. And it just says, according to my grandfather, this is how he used to go to school in his time. (laughs) (laughs) Good one. Okay. And the one right below it, and all it says is, what? That's how I felt at the end. Yeah, same. I finished it and just went, what? So I can relate to that one. A lot of these reviews are, like, actual reviews. I don't know if you guys remember when this game came out. It was very, like, like critic-heavy. Like, everybody was, like, praising it. So, like, all these reviews are, like, the fucking books. This one says... Best video game ending slash finale of all time. Hands down. In 
parentheses, all 13 of them. <laughs> <laughs> that one was good. Stupid huddle. Yeah. <laughs> this one, uh, just stop playing outside and go play inside. And then somebody copied and pasted the thing right next to it. These Man, people are so unoriginal. <laughs> I will say that there is... I have some issues with, like, giant gelatinous monsters. I don't I don't like Mitty from Maiden Abyss, and I don't like this thing either. Are you supposed to like this? Uh, this one says Doggo Scary. I agree. <laughs> yeah, the dogs are terrifying. I don't know if you're supposed to like it or not, but I didn't like it at all. I had fun. It was it just it's a creepy thing. There's like usually, a few people that just like help you randomly. I love that fact. You throw him the thing. He like throws it. He like yeah yeah. Don't don't worry. I'll you know I'll do the choke for it and throw it back to you. And or or the guy that like. Is standing in the background. If you move away from him, he like puts his code in to open the door. Yeah, and he, I like at one point he stops and looks at you like you're gonna copy and steal his code. And I'm like, dude, I'm just uh, come I don't on. You have eyes. I don't think. I don't know. What, what the fuck? You're trying to leave, escape with your life. Just unlock the door so I can run. Let me uh, be free. Any other reviews? Uh, not recommended. Don't like the meatball in the end. That's all it says. I love it. Okay. I love that's like everyone's <laughs> comments is about that thing. Yeah. Made me laugh. This <laughs> one's like not recommended. When developers create a great atmospheric game and completely fuck it up with a useless ending. Don't bother. Ending sucks. I really enjoyed the game up to the point when I reached the ending. I was like, what? And then I wasted five hours for this. So he let this person liked the game all the way through it and hated the ending. So they said the game sucks. And they put an extra two hours on it. Yeah, they played it for five hours and they said they wouldn't recommend it because they personally did not like the ending, even though they really enjoyed the rest of the game. Yeah, there's a there's a couple. There's like somebody that says like. This belongs on like R, like R slash I'm 14 and this is deep. And then just says, like, this is my like unpopular opinion saying this game is overrated. The pit- puzzles are mediocre at best, lazy. He was like, it's, um, he loves the last 10 minutes of the game. <laughs> but it talks about how boring, uh, like, other part of the game. So great. I had a lot of fun today talking about Inside on NLGC. But before we go, we wanted to share where you can find us online. First, we have a YouTube channel called NerdLag where we'll be uploading some great content. So make sure to subscribe for the latest videos. We have a Facebook page at NerdLag Game Club. Make sure to like the page so you can get the latest news about the podcast. You can also find us over on Twitter at NerdLag where we share some of the latest gaming news and stuff we find interesting. And lastly, we have a Discord at NerdLag where you can talk to us in voice chat and join in some discussion about everything nerdy, like video games, anime, movies, and chat with like-minded people. If you'd like to join, ask for an invite. Uh, We also want to thank everyone that tuned in for this episode. And if you enjoyed it, make sure you share it with your friends. And also follow us on Spotify. It really helps. On to the final credits. 
At the end of each episode, we just take a few minutes and talk about the games we're playing or anything new that's going on in our lives. So that being said, is there anything you guys want to talk about? We finally beat Raft! They did <laughs> finally finish Raft after almost a year of Raft updates. <laughs> yeah. It's good. There's a few islands left. Yeah, we were we, we made it in what like an maybe hour. two hours? It was in it was a little over an hour, right? Uh, yeah, a little bit over an hour, yeah. yeah. Well, I gl- I glitched through like you know the ground at one point. That's the, the only thing I've seen of you got of that stream was when Tons just <laughs> glitched through the ground and then drowned. Yeah. Good time. Good times. <laughs> And I was like, all right, he lost all of his stuff. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But we finally finished it. Now on the grounded. Right? Nah, who knows what you guys Anyways. will play. <laughs> They'll start something, and then we'll have that segment for almost a year before they finish it. Yeah. Not much going on, huh? Yeah, we must not be up the shit, huh? Uh, I started Ghostwire Tokyo. That's about it. They released a new character in Overwatch. Uh, I've still just been streaming GameCube games. Nothing particularly good, though. So, just knocking those out. Almost at 20 games completed for the year. We're only in April, so that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I think I'm at 12 or 11. I'm at uh, 37. Mm, 10. I don't know. Dan, what was that uh, crab game you were playing last night? I was trying to tell tons earlier, but I couldn't remember what it was called. Oh, Crab Champions. Yeah, how do you like that? It's, uh, it's interesting. That one's like a battle rail, right? No. No. Oh. Not that it's, shooter it's one. Kind of like Risk of Rain, like a roguelike. Oh, it's not. Are you? <laughs> I I've been, this whole time I've seen that game. I just thought it was that like shooter crab multiplayer game that no, was supposed I, to come I'm out forever sure ago. It came out on uh, April first in like early access, and I'm pretty sure it's made by the uh, guy that made the uh, the crab rave like thing. <laughs> the guy that made the. Yeah. They haven't made the song. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. That's fucking yeah, awesome. Yeah. That guy's living his best life. So, yeah, this is the game I thought of. For some reason, I thought this was the Battle Royale or the fight. Isn't there supposed to be a fighting crab game as well, this, like a while yeah. ago? Yeah, I don't know the name of it. The only crab I'm worried about is that crab that has a knife. The, the king, the mangrove cave. I don't fucking I don't remember the. Actual crabs called. Mr. That's all I think of when uh, I hear the word crab is snake. Yeah. That meta- oh. <laughs> the <Crab> cave demon. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Some sort of cave demon. <laughs> Just a cave videos. Video's so good. Mm. You, what? Tons of send it to you. No yeah, I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. Lauren, did you have anything? 
Any anime you want to talk about? Any games? Um, not off the top of my head. Me either. It's been kind of boring for us the last couple weeks. Yeah. I feel like we didn't record that episode that long, like our last episode that long ago. It's been two weeks. Yeah. But oh, yeah. yeah, we must yeah. have just not been doing all that much. But if you guys are good, we'll go ahead and uh, take our step out. Down. Nice little bow, a curtsy to the crowd. Yeah, I'm good with that. Do an encore. No, no encore. <laughs> Man, you're barely adding anything now. What do you want to do an encore of? We gonna... uh, because we're great. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for listening to our short episode. Uh, let us know what you think of Inside, and get ready for the next episode here in a couple weeks with Wintermore. So, thanks for listening, and we will see you soon. Hey. Bye. Bye.